Good morning, this is Chris Shoemaker, also known as Yehuda Ben Shomer, and you're listening to Coffee with Chris, the time of the day where we share a cup of coffee and share a bit of the Word of God. All right, we are on our last Sidra, our last Aliyah, which we're combining six and seven, Friday and Saturday's Torah portion of Tazria, which means she conceived. And this particular portion is taken from Leviticus chapter 13, verses 38 and through 39. Since it's such a lengthy passage and our time is limited, we will not be reading that, but I'll just basically tell you what it's about. Now, in this section of the Torah, it's talking about za'aretz, or a leprous condition that shows up on wool, linen or leather goods any kind of garments and it's usually that red or green mold that shows up and basically to make a long story short what happens is the priest examines it at least twice and it's washed at least twice now after the second washing if the um if the uh the red or green mold has has turned dark and has faded and has not um has not spread throughout the garment, it is ripped out of the garment, whether it be wool, linen, or leather, and you put a patch over it and everything's fine. But, but if the za'aret still remains after two washings, guess what happens? It's burned. It's burned and consumed up because you just can't get this za'aret out of the wool, linen, or leather. And it's interesting because God the Father follows his own Torah. He practices what he preaches. He follows the Torah that he has written for mankind. What do I mean by that? Well, take this world, for instance. This world has had several plagues of Za'aretz, of a spiritual type of leprosy. And guess what happened the first time? In Genesis 1-1, in the, be- um, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and it talks about how the water has, has covered the face of the deep. So when we show up reading Genesis 1, the earth is already there. It's already in existence, and it's already covered with water, which eludes to the fact that there was a pre-Adamic flood. Before Adam was created, there was a flood. There was some sort of worldwide catastrophe. For some reason, God had to destroy the world with a flood. It was, it was formless and void. In other words, it was chaotic. God creates order. God does not create chaos. So therefore, God had to flood the pre-Adamic world and wash it clean because of some catastrophe or some, some spiritual za'aris, if you will, that has happened upon the pre-Adamic earth. Now, this this may be new to you, and you be, may be thinking, what the heck is a pre-Adamic earth? Well, I have a teaching um, that you uh, could find on my YouTube channel about the pre-Adamic earth, and um, you can learn all about that, but, uh, you know, we don't have time to get into that. So that was the first washing of the world. The second washing of the world is, uh, shows up later in Genesis when uh, during the Noadic flood. You know, when, when God saw that all flesh had corrupted itself on the earth, when the sons of God came into the daughters of men and they had these giants and, and there was just so much sin and corruption in this world that God says, I got to wipe them out. Noah, you and your family are the only ones that are pure. They're, they're, you're the only ones that are clean. I'm going to save you guys. So guess what? There's another flood, and it wipes out the entire earth, save eight people on that ark, and that's Noah and his family, and you know, um, you know, uh, one pair of unclean animal and seven pairs of clean animals, and they are the ones who survived the flood, and we are the descendants <laughs> of of those people uh, right there. 
And so that was the second washing. So what's going to happen? The earth has already corrupted itself again. The earth is, is on a fast pace to a dead end. So what is God going to do? What does God's word require when this leprosy, when this Zaretz cannot be cleansed by water twice? It has to be burned. How do we know that the world is eventually going to crash and burn? Well, Peter says so in 2 Peter chapter 3, verses 10 through 13. It says, but the day of the Lord will come like a thief. On that day, the heavens will pass away with a roar and the elements will melt and disintegrate and the earth and everything done on it shall be exposed. So it's talking about the earth and the elements on the earth melting with a fervent heat. What's the purpose of destroying the world with, with fire? Well, here in Canada in the springtime, after the snow is melted and we have all this yellow, ugly grass to liven and green the grass up, we burn it. We set it on fire and it creates all these nutrients for the soil. And then before you know it, the grass is just a vibrant green. They do this in, in places like Africa and other countries. It's called slash and burn agriculture, and it helps the, the earth to regenerate faster. Um, one of the most beautiful sites is Mount Everest. Several years after the volcanic eruption that just destroyed everything and covered everything with ash, it came back more lush and vibrant than ever before. And so um, in Revelation chapter 21, it talks about the new heaven and the new earth. Now, this new earth is not going to just be created out of nothing. This new earth is going to rise out of the burnt earth we just read about in Second Peter chapter 3. So let me just continue reading. I'll start again. But the day of the Lord will come like a thief. On that day, the heavens will pass away with a roar, and the elements will melt and disintegrate, and the earth and everything done on it shall be exposed. Since all these things are to be destroyed in this way, what kind of people should we be? Live our lives in holiness and godliness, looking for and hastening the coming of the day of the Lord. That in that day, the heavens will be dissolved with fire, and the elements will melt with an intense heat. But in keeping with his promise, we look for new, the new heavens and the new earth where righteousness dwells. And as I said, it says in Revelation chapter 21, verse 1, Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. I also saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. I also heard um, a voice from the throne saying, Behold, the dwelling of God is among men, and he shall tabernacle, he shall dwell among them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be among them and be their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more. Nor shall there be any mourning or crying or pain any longer, for the former things have passed away. They've been purged and purified by fire. Fire can be a very powerful purifier. We use fire to refine precious metals such as gold and silver to get out all the impurities and dross and to make something pure. So that's God's plans for this earth. He tried to wash it twice. It didn't work. Now he's going to have to burn it. According to this Torah portion, Leviticus chapter 13, verses 38 through 59, and also 2 Peter uh, chapter 3, verses 10 through 13. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. Go out and have a great day and have a great weekend and an early Shabbat Shalom to you. God bless.